If you've enjoyed listening to Consider Before Consuming, consider making a one-time or recurring donation to support the podcast. Your contribution, whatever the amount, helps support our efforts to educate individuals on the impacts of pornography. Help keep this podcast going by donating to Consider Before Consuming today at ftnd.org forward slash support. That's ftnd.org forward slash support. My name is Garrett Johnson, and you're listening to Consider Before Consuming, a podcast by Fight the New Drug. And in case you're new here, Fight the New Drug is a non-religious and non-legislative organization that exists to provide individuals the opportunity to make an informed decision regarding pornography by raising awareness on its harmful effects using only science, facts, and personal accounts. During these episodes, we cover a wide variety of topics that may be triggering to some. You can refer to the episode notes for a specific trigger warning. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to part seven of our Get the Facts series, where we explore the research on a specific topic surrounding porn's harms on individuals, relationships, and society to help you be more informed and empowered with the facts. Today's episode is how porn can contribute to an unhealthy cycle of stress. You can find the sources to the claims made in this episode or read along at ftnd.org forward slash get the facts. Now let's get to the episode. Most of us are familiar with Hercules, the ancient mythological hero known for his remarkable strength, beast slaying aptitude and starring role on Disney+. But the ancient Stoic philosopher Epictetus had something interesting to say about Hercules that you may not have considered. And I quote, What would have become of Hercules if there had been no lion, hydra, stag, or boar, and no savage criminals to rid the world of? What would he have done in the absence of such challenges? Obviously, he would have just rolled over in bed and gone back to sleep. So, by snoring his life away in luxury and comfort, he never would have developed into the mighty Hercules. End quote. Even if you've never heard that quote, you've probably heard similar expressions, like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, or strength is in the struggle, or any number of similar quotes plastered on the wall at your local gym. At some level, we all understand the timeless value of adversity. That sometimes stress, anxiety, and even pain can ultimately leave us better and stronger than we were before. As one psychologist, Dr. Lisa Damore, put it, and I quote, If a client shares that she's worried about an upcoming test for which she has yet to study, I am quick to reassure her that she is having the right reaction, and that she'll feel better as soon as she hits the books. End quote. In a world that is often overstressed and sells ways to avoid it entirely, it's important to remember that stress can be healthy in moderation. Stress and anxiety can activate neural and chemical processes inside your body, which are designed to help you respond appropriately to challenges. Stress researcher Daniela Koffer explains that, and I quote, Some amounts of stress are good to push you just to the level of optimal alertness for behavioral and cognitive performance, end quote. 
In fact, her research on stress in rats has even demonstrated that intermittent stressful events can create new brain cells in the rats that actually improve their future mental performances. So, in moderation, stress can actually help us. However, when it comes to addiction, stress can carry with it a series of very different responses to stress. Researchers have begun to note the ways that various forms of addiction seem to consistently accompany a malfunctioning stress system. In short, when a person is suffering from addiction, their stress response and their addiction become intertwined in unhealthy ways. Instead of driving them to respond appropriately to the challenges of life, stress and anxiety will instead drive them to their addiction. Likewise, any time they're cut off from their addiction, they will experience intense feelings of stress and anxiety, also known as withdrawal, creating an unhealthy cycle in which all roads seem to lead to the same addictive substance or behavior. In other words, for those suffering from addiction, stress and anxiety don't spur growth or positive action. They just fuel the addictive cycle. In fact, a malfunctioning stress system is so common in addiction that two of the world's leading addiction researchers, Nora Volko and George Koob, listed as one of the four brain changes shared by all forms of addiction, the other three being sensitization, desensitization, and hypofrontality. The question then is whether a malfunctioning stress system is also present in compulsive pornography consumers based on the research, the answer is yes. Recent academic studies on the topic looked at individuals experiencing some form of hypersexuality, including compulsive porn consumption, and looked for signs of a malfunctioning stress system. In each case, the results were compared with those of a control group. For example, one study showed evidence of higher inflammatory signals in patients with hypersexual disorder, indicating abnormally high levels of stress. In fact, the level of inflammation appeared to correspond to the level of hypersexuality. Another study looked at areas of DNA and higher oxytocin levels, which have been observed in those with other forms of addiction. Researchers found that abnormal oxytocin levels were present with hypersexuality as well. Yet another study gave participants large doses of cortisol, the body's natural steroid. Under normal circumstances, this would trigger their bodies to stop producing cortisol, recognizing that it's already receiving more than enough artificially. But for addicted individuals with malfunctioning stress systems, their bodies are unable to stop producing the steroid. Once again, this phenomenon was present in the hypersexualized individuals, but not in the control group. Several additional studies identified alterations in genes of patients with hypersexuality that are believed to be important in the body's stress reaction, which genetic alterations have previously been shown to be abnormal in alcohol-dependent patients. Two things are important to remember when considering porn and stress. The first is that, of the four addiction-related brain changes, a malfunctioning stress system has received the least scholarly attention. A huge wave of studies over the last 10 years have demonstrated sensitization, desensitization, and hypofrontality in porn consumers, while only a handful have begun to explore porn's potential effects on the stress system. 
Secondly, as with many porn studies, it's essential to keep in mind the old adage that correlation does not equal causation. None of these studies have shown that hypersexuality, including compulsive porn consumption, causes or creates a malfunctioning stress system. These studies have only demonstrated that a malfunctioning stress system is present in hypersexual individuals. At this point, it is just as likely that the issue of a broken stress response answers the age-old question, why do some people become addicted while others do not? Perhaps an inability to cope with stress and anxiety in productive ways is exactly the reason that sexual behaviors like porn consumption become compulsive for some individuals. Whatever the case, it's worthwhile to note the correlation between compulsive sexual behavior like porn consumption and the presence of a malfunctioning stress system. For one, it means that compulsive porn consumption meets all four of the addictive criteria outlined above. More importantly, it may be helpful for those who struggle to consider the role of stress in their own porn consumption. Even if a consumer never develops an addiction or a compulsive behavior, it's important to recognize that consuming porn can still have serious negative consequences. The good news is, change is possible. Research and the experiences of thousands of people have demonstrated that, over time, pornography's negative effects can be managed and largely reversed. In fact, even in cases of serious substance or other addictions, research shows that the brain can heal with sustained effort, over time. Research also indicates that, while guilt can motivate healthy change, shame actually fuels problematic porn habits. So, if you're trying to give up porn, be kind to yourself, and be patient with your progress. Like anything, it takes time for the brain to recover, but daily efforts make a big difference in the long run. Think of it like a muscle that gets stronger the more you use it. The longer you stay away from porn, the easier it is to do so. All it takes is practice. For those listening who feel they are struggling with pornography, you're not alone. Check out Fortify a science-based recovery platform dedicated to helping you find lasting freedom from pornography. Fortify now offers a free experience for both teens and adults. Connect with others, learn about your unwanted porn habit, and track your recovery journey. There is hope. Decades of studies from respected academic institutions have demonstrated significant impacts of porn consumption for individuals, relationships, and society. Our Get the Facts resource features 15 articles that summarize relevant research on a specific topic surrounding porn's harms to help you be more informed and more empowered with the facts. Read all 15 Get the Facts articles at ftnd.org forward slash get the facts that's ftnd.org forward slash get the facts thanks for joining us on this episode of consider before consuming consider before consuming is brought to you by fight the new drug fight the new drug is a non-religious and non-legislative organization that exists to provide individuals the opportunity to make an informed decision regarding pornography by raising awareness on its harmful effects using only science, facts, and personal accounts. If you've enjoyed listening to Consider Before Consuming, consider subscribing and leaving a review. Again, big thanks to you for listening to this episode. 
as you go about your day, we invite you to increase your self-awareness, look both ways, check your blind spots, and consider before consuming.